This episode of People with Purpose is previously recorded, and Bill McDonough is no longer employed with Carrier. Hi, welcome to this episode of People with Purpose. I'm Steve Ampson. I oversee Orion's talent, diversity, initiatives, and military outreach through Higher Purpose. I'm really excited to host this great episode with Carrier. They're a diversity partner of Orion Talent, and we're really excited about our future. We're proud of this partnership. Carrier is a leading global provider of healthy, safe, and sustainable building and cold chain solutions with a world-class diverse workforce. Today, we're gonna to be discussing Carrier's purpose-driven culture and HVAC technician career advice for diverse and veteran talent. So we'll get started. The first thing I thought we could do is introduce each of the panelists. And what I'd love to give for a sense of the audience is your career. Everyone has an incredible career here and an incredible story. And maybe tie in what you're doing now and kind of how you got there, because we want to give advice, especially to, to younger diverse talent. And then lastly, as you think through the third part of the question is, is why inclusion matters to you, whether that's a personal connection or not. So Bill, maybe I'll, I'll start with you if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Great. Yeah, really happy to be here. I've been looking forward to having this uh, discussion. I'm Bill McDonough. I'm the HR Vice President for our commercial HVAC segment that's under uh, the HVAC business unit. Uh, we have about uh, 15,000 employees globally across about 24 countries. I started my career 21 years ago with General Electric. I uh, was with a few different businesses there, and then I was with Lockheed Martin Aeronautics. Uh, have always been in HR, uh, started in learning and development, and then really gravitated to more of the, the business partner role and uh, supporting the executive leadership team and, and business strategy and connecting HR strategy to business strategy. Uh, so as I look at, you know, right now in, in, our, um, in our world, a carrier and commercial HVAC, uh, one of our biggest strategies for growth over the next five years is growing our service business, service and aftermarket. And a key piece of that from a talent perspective is uh, the technician workforce. They're closest to the customer. Um, that's when we actually make money, when the technicians complete their work. Um, and, you know, our sellers are out there trying to give them as much work as we can. And we're trying to bring in um, as many diverse um, technicians that have aspirations for career growth at Carrier. And we're all over the world. Uh, and there's so many career opportunities. And uh, joining in through the aftermarket and service where, you know, across all of our business units, uh, that's the strategy for growth. It's a great place to join the company. Uh, for me personally, as I think about diversity and inclusion, um, you can't have one without the other. And the diversity, you know, is a strong focus on ours, whether it's, you know, U.S. diversity versus thinking about what does the diversity mean in India? What does it mean in France? And we have a real, we have global DNI councils um, that really work on those strategies within the region. Uh, and then to me, the inclusion piece is if you're going to do all this work to bring in diverse diversity of thought, background, gender, what have you, you have to have a strong and uh, strong in focus on inclusion so that you can continue to keep that diversity in the company, keep the diversity working and adding value and innovation to the business so that everyone feels like they have a voice and that they belong and that they matter. 
Uh, so for me, you know, maybe because I'm an HR, um, talent's one of the most important things in, in the business. And without a, a focus on diversity and inclusion, uh, it's really difficult to get the best talent and we want the best talent out there. Yeah, great, great. Thanks for participating today, Bill. Uh, Shonda, you want to go next? Yeah, um, my name is Shondi Muir. Um, I am the Global Head for Inclusion and Diversity and University Recruitment here at Carrier. Um, I'm not going to say how long I've been in this business. I don't want to age and date myself, but I will say that my career is a little uh, non-traditional. Uh, I spent the first probably half of my professional career in nonprofits and social work and social services. Um, I think like many individuals, I came out of undergrad thinking I was going to save the world and solve world hunger. And after a couple of years, realized that's probably not going to happen. So um, after having, you know, all of my children, I took some time off of work, spent some time really kind of thinking about what I wanted to do next. And HR seemed like the most likely place where I could really shift some of my people skills over and do something impactful. I was really interested in org design and um, policy work. So it felt like a really natural progression for me. Um, and I've been fortunate to have spent a, a great deal of time in a number of roles that have allowed me to you know, grow my career, but also work with some really, really amazing people from all around the world. Um, I think for me, inclusion is is so important because I am a diverse uh, employee. Um, I have a son who's on the autism spectrum and having spent so many years working in underserved communities, I recognize the impact of, you know, having opportunities to be your most authentic self and bring your whole self to the workplace and, you know, just how pivotal it is in doing your best work. So that really inspires me. Um, I love the work that we're doing at Carrier. It really kind of, you know, energizes me every day and having an opportunity to think about inclusion and how it lends itself to diversity is absolutely pivotal for us in terms of business growth as well. So um, a little that's a little bit about me. I'm really excited and happy to be here today. Wonderful. Um, last but not least, Rich. <laughs> well, thank you. Thanks, Steve and team. Um, my name's Rich Simpson. I'm the commercial general manager for the West Zone uh, within Carrier, which basically comprises of a geographic from Colorado all the way through the Hawaiian Islands. Um, I'm a 22-year veteran of the United States Air Force and spent approximately 34 years in the HVAC industry, 20 of which with Carrier. Um, our it all begins with people and culture, really, for me. Our culture here at Carrier aligns with um, our core value sets of doing the right thing, something that I've very much appreciated over my time here at Carrier. It's an environment that I truly take great pride in leading and, and cultivating. This is truly a people business, both internally and externally. And I strongly believe that creating an inclusive, respectful, engaging culture really incites energy and power to innovate. And it brings brand passion and brand integrity forward. Yeah, all great answers. So thank you. 
Um, wonderful. So as we kind of think through the topic, there's there's a, a dual purpose for the audience and it goes hand in hand, right? Um, one is, you know, carriers and an amazing employer, um, but also a great place for veterans and veterans represent 44 they on our side for they're 44 percent racially diverse so they're the most diverse workforce right so the the reason we kind of thought this is is uh you know all of these things go together so what i'd, I'd love to do first is is dig into your story rich a bit more and the, the purpose of that is to educate veterans on twofold one um looking at a career in HVAC because they may not know that as you especially especially enlisted folks that come out and they're 21 and have no clue what they they want to do you know um or or going to college and then how is carrier a great culture once you're there which would mean are there are there training programs um what can you do after a few years so we kind of want to use you as a, a case study as as we market um, higher purpose to diverse towns. So why don't we first peel back the layers? And and I know you're a modest guy, which is wonderful. But uh, this is this is this is your time to to shine, whether you want it or not. Um, why don't you tell us? Okay. About your, why don't you tell us like even like why you know why you went into the military and then how it led to, to kind of your career today? So why don't we start there? Okay, well, thank you, Steve. I am a humble guy. <laughs> Don't really like to talk about myself or my journey, but um, I do think this may be may have a positive impact on on many, many communities. Um, my journey is really one of balance. It's comprised of two distinct paths, um, crossing both the military and um, through my HVAC business acumen which has spanned approximately a 39 year period. Um, I am extremely proud to be a 22 year veteran of the United States Air Force. Um, uh, a fully diverse and inclusive environment that I come from and very proud to be a part of it and proud to be aligned with a similar environment here at Carrier. Um, that journey began um, in aircraft maintenance. I was a part of a, a tactical fighter squadron. Um, as an enlisted person, I joined the Air Force um, really twofold, out of pride, come from a, a long line of military members in my family and, and, and felt a, a duty to align um, in parallel with my family, but also to gain an education. I, I come from a working class background. I didn't have all of the opportunities that, that many have to continue their secondary education. So twofold for me. I concluded with a commission. I did attain an officer commission and retired as a logistics readiness officer. My military experience really instilled the value of a diverse and inclusive culture a commitment to excellence, honor, and a dedication to something extremely special, the defense of our country's freedom. Upon completing my initial active duty tour, I paralleled my quest for HVAC acumen via the National Guard for the remainder of my military career, a career in which Carrier fully supported along the way. They supported that through active duty engagement 
where I had to leave for periods of time, as well as other commitments that I had. So much appreciated there. I come from a long line of blue collar workers, uh, specifically my father. So I was introduced and took interest in the HVAC business at a very early age. Over the next six years, I worked for one mechanical contractor, learning mechanical system application, completing a four-year apprenticeship, and a bachelor's degree in business, which I began in the Air Force. From there, I decided to test what I'd learned and opened my own successful HVAC business, which spanned a six-year period, and I ultimately closed due to military commitment. Shortly after that, I, I joined Carrier, uh, basically with 12 years of technician experience, HVAC experience, and, and I primarily supported system solution opportunities as a lead technician. From the moment I hit the ground at Carrier, a completely different and exciting world unfolded with an opportunity and support mechanisms associated with those opportunities that were completely unfamiliar to me. I discovered a culture that was inclusive. It was similar to my military environment. It was very engaging. I was empowered to succeed. And I was aligned with teams that really strived to be diverse in skill, thought, and experience. I discovered training mediums, both formal and informal via Carrier University at the time, which provided me with technical potential across many system applications. I found that I could move into more of apply, an applied discipline, unitary light commercial disciplines, controls, or continue my system product line acumen. It really created and opened up so many different career possibilities through varying technical disciplines, management support mechanisms, and leadership roles to, to the executive level. Mm -hmm. from, from a technician start, I, I discovered technician support teams that provided world-class OEM training and protection when I was out there aligned with our customers, something that I didn't have in the traditional mechanical community. This last bullet, I would say, is probably the most important to me. The support mechanisms such as safety. Safety is priority one carrier. Uh, didn't really feel that in the mechanical community like I do here. Um, an environment that was ethical. HRBP support mechanisms to align alongside of me. And, and many, many benefits, one of which the employee scholarship program, which allowed me to continue my education and ultimately receive a, a master's degree in business. All of these very foreign to me, but extremely welcomed. At the six year mark with Carrier, I ended an 18 year career with the UA. So I closed my, uh, my uh, technician career and embraced multiple career opportunities down the line. All of these opportunity pathways were more operational in nature, starting as a service supervisor, which was a direct connection to the technician team that I, I had worked with prior. So it seemed very, very natural. 
from there, I moved into a ter territory service manager role. And then currently in my commercial GM role for the West Zone. Spanning a 20 year period with Carrier. I will say I'm certainly humbled of the journey and appreciative of the opportunity Carrier has afforded me to achieve. Um, if I if I was to give some advice, some thought to those out there, um, maybe young people considering a career path or in particular the veteran community, I would say this. If you have the desire and discipline to enhance your personal, professional and technical skill set, Carrier provides the ultimate cultural environment and growth opportunities for you to achieve whatever personal success you desire to achieve. I I would also add because I know Rich is humbled. Um, you know, he talked a lot about growing that technical competency, uh, but he also with Carrier grew a lot of those leadership capabilities that are important to us. He mentioned diversity and inclusion, you know, mutual trust and respect. Uh, we have carrier way behaviors around building best teams, passion for customer, dare to disrupt. Um, Rich is one of the one of the strongest leaders we have out there in the field. Um, and it's not just because of his technical acumen, it's because of his leadership um, and really his passion for his team. Uh, he generally we have an annual survey. He generally has the higher scores. Um, and it's, you know, I just want to make sure that that's not lost in the humbleness of, uh, <laughs> of what he brings to Carrier and, 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 you know, it's nice to hear you, um, exude so much pride, um, and, and glad to just see that, you know, Carrier was a part of, of contributing and building that. Yeah. Thank it's you, a, Bill. It's a, it's a great, it's a great, honest, humble story of of hard work and success which is which is amazing right and that as we market higher purpose as a destination for great companies it's there's kind of two pieces one is um the inclusion do you do you feel accepted but more i think to your point bill is is there a career path and is there a structure and especially with younger talent they want to know if i'm going to work hard and i have the aptitude how am I going to get there, right? Because it really is, um, at the end of the day, it's an investment on both sides. So these these stories are very powerful to our audience, if that makes sense. So, um, Rich, you did great, and uh, <laughs> thanks for sharing your story. Um, great. So now we'll we'll switch subjects a little bit. Um, one of the things I've really enjoyed getting to know you guys is is. The commitment to inclusion, and then Shandi has sent me some of kind of the branding um, that you've done, the external branding, and and I firmly believe as a recruitment marketing person, diversity messaging is very important as a subsection of employer brand, if that makes sense. And we're seeing that you you know that Shandi, younger talent is now self-identifying in ninety ways. Um, we're seeing neurodiverse as a new group. We're seeing groups we've never even heard of. So uh, in two to three years, who knows what it's going to be? So the the overall message 
that that I'm saying from you all is um, we're a great culture with purpose, but you can be whatever you want to be. And I like the notion of allyship as well, because allies are business leaders that support inclusion. So I just wanted to cue that up. Um, so maybe you could tell me a little bit more about, you know, some of the tagline, we belong, you belong, um, and, and how that how that came about a little bit and how you and Bill and, and Rich are, are pushing that out in leaders, because that is a very important thing, especially the younger talent, that they're making a change and they feel they can be themselves. Does that make sense, Shandi? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, first, let me say, you know, after hearing Rich's story, it's just so like inspiring and it yep. so much embodies the belong philosophy here yep. at Carrier. Um, you know, I'll also say that it isn't just our branding. It's, it's literally a way of life. And yep. I like to kind of position the belong, you know, philosophies. I belong, you belong, we belong, um, not in spite of our differences, but because yep. of our differences. And we live and breathe it every single day. Um, it isn't there to kind of be like our tagline on social media. It's not there as our way to attract employees. It does that, but that's not the why behind it. And the why is what's so important. Um, and I felt that, you know, immediately joining, you know, the carrier team, um, you know, channeling that through collaboration, really, you know, looking out for each other, um, being the best humans to each other that we can, um, having each other's backs. Um, we we live and breathe that every single day. We know that that's what's important for you know young folks coming out of college, out of high school, you know, just starting their careers. Um, and that's something that we're extraordinarily proud of. We're we're really proud of the culture that we have here and our commitment to developing diverse talents um, from the beginning to the end of their career. Um, and that's something that I think you know everybody that I've had an opportunity to meet here at Carrier is really, really passionate about. Um, and, you know, let's face it, the job market is competitive. We know that, you know, young job seekers have a much bigger selection and choice than they've ever had before. And the things that they're looking for um, are very different than, yep. you know, I'm not dating myself, but I was thinking about, you know, <laughs> 20 years ago uh, when I was coming out of college, right? They're thinking about more than just the pay and can I get that promotion? They're also thinking about work-life integration. Can I show up and use my preferred pronouns? Can I come in and you know not have to wear the stuffy suit? And can I come in with my pink hair? Can I celebrate you know the holidays and recognitions that are important to me? So we're keenly aware of that, and you know we know that that is has to be part of our culture going forward. You touched upon the allyship piece, a huge, huge priority for us here at Carrier. Um, you know, we've spent, I would say, the first part of our time being a standalone company really focused on the diversity piece. How do we attract diverse talent? And that is very important, right? We cannot be reflective of the communities and markets that we play in if we don't, you know, attract a diverse workforce. But we also know that we have to create environments that want make them want to stay and really inspire them to do their best work. And we truly believe allyship is the way to do that. I think you captured it perfectly. You know, business leaders really 
you know, going to bat for someone and being a champion for inclusion. I think about it a little bit further than that and more of the action based behaviors, right? Those things that everybody can do on an everyday basis that really help drive a culture of inclusion. And that is the next step for us on our journey. Um, part of our kind of evolution and maturity in the IND space, we're, we're really, really excited about that. Um, and I truly think it's gonna be a cultural shift for us here at Carrier. Yeah, no, all, all great stuff. There's a couple of thoughts I have. Um, I'm gonna date myself because I am older. <laughs> And that's okay, um, but wiser, right? Um, I read this study about um, younger talent and, and diversity, and there's a thing called the purpose gap, which means they actually, when they look at job searches, um, purpose is one of their top three. When I was 21, I was not looking at that, right? And they're looking when they when they say purpose, that means is it a good culture? Meaning, like, is it a good company? Are they ethical? Are they helping society? Is there an ESG component? And it's fascinating to me that early talent is actually generations great because they want to be there to to change the future versus having a job, uh, and they want companies to be that. And I look at like culture here, purpose, and inclusion, like all of those things together. It's not individually. And the companies, and and then also knowing, I'm sure you agree with this, Shandi, we're like, we're just at the infancy of this. So who knows with, with what it's going to be like in five years. Yeah. So just accepting that we have to constantly shift as leaders about, for instance, neurodiversity. What do we understand that? How do we, so it's, um, I think the best companies know that there's a, there's a long ways to go, but it's the reward is there. Um, so this is awesome. So we try to keep these to about a half hour. You guys have uh, we we picked three great people with the the soup kind of working, which is which is awesome. So I always ask this. Um, you know, we're going to have a huge push to help. I'll say post college talent find great companies with with purpose. So I ask I ask this at the end of every kind of people with purpose podcast, and it's awesome because I always get different answers. Uh, and I'd like to ask all all three, even though Rich, I, you kind of answered before, but you may have a, a different, this doesn't have to be about veterans. So the question is, um, what advice would you give to a either could be a, you know, maybe you have a son or daughter like that's in later high school or post-college about finding a career with, with purpose and meaning? So maybe Bill, can I start with you? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think it's funny you said that because when I started my career, I didn't really know what I wanted to do and kind of fell into it um, and continue to grow. And I feel very lucky and fortunate that I am where I am. But I do remember, you know, going into college and just taking a bunch of general ed courses and trying to figure out what interested me so I could start to focus. Um, and college isn't always the, the route, you know, these days. There's different types of technical ways that you can start and grow a career. Um, but what I would say is kind of similar to what you said, Steve, is really try to understand the culture. All of these companies have public documented uh, materials out there that talk about what they're doing to give back to the community. Uh, we have our published ESG reports. Um, and when you're interviewing, ask about the culture, yeah. ask about what are the leadership behaviors that 
are important um, and you know what type of what type of experience can I expect coming into this company if, if you're at this interview stage I would say also network get out there and meet people in different companies and in different industries understand what their experiences are wouldn't always rely on Glassdoor because generally yep. that's a place where people go to complain. Yep. Um, meet people in different uh, organizations. Um, and, you know, if you're in a university, do what you can to get internships with companies or yep. co-ops with companies to get that experience so that it gives you a more informed decision about what it is you want to do in life. Uh, but ultimately, it, the decision's yours, right? Yep. And so inform yourself and um, know what your aspirations are. Not everybody wants to be a CEO and we don't have enough CEO positions in the world if that was the case. <laughs> and that's OK. Do what makes you feel um, you know, proud at the end of the day um, and just know that you're allowed to make changes along the way, just like Shandi said, right? Yeah. You may pick something today and in a few years it may be, may not be exactly what you thought it would be and that's okay because you can continue to build on those experiences because a lot of skills that you develop early are transferable okay. so you know just keep developing uh look for mentors uh do your research on companies and uh if you find a good mentor stick with them and always you know try to reach into companies in the HR organization to learn more. Uh, and if you're in universities or schools, there's ways that they can facilitate those types of discussions as well. Yeah, no, great advice. Um, I always, like, you know, I try to mentor either veterans or younger town. I always say, uh, which is different than when we interviewed, <laughs> interview the company, right? Don't, don't, and, and the company will respect you for that. So know about the company. Is it a good fit? Ask the questions um, because you're, you're desired as younger talent, right? So, you know, it's, it's a two-way interview is, is the way I give. So that's, that's great, Bill. Uh, Rich, once again, if, if, you, if you could do it, if you could give advice, not just about veterans, maybe about just an 18-year-old kid going to college, just about finding a great career that they love. Um, just pretend you're on the couch having a tea and you met someone's, <laughs> you met someone's son and you're like, he somehow asked you like, what do I do next? <laughs> yes. Well, I, the advice that I would give is, um, I do understand that it's, it's more about purpose than technical acumen. And yeah. I would say as, as Bill alluded to and yourself, if you're if you're looking for an associated community that truly engages in the right purposeful value sets that um, is encouraged today carrier is a wonderful place to be i would also say that you know from a technician aspect for a young person wanting to find um, a, a wonderful opportunity it's a it's a great training medium alongside of the local apprenticeship programs you have so many support mechanisms around you and the career paths beyond that 
if you do your research and really understand the company, if you do your research, you'll find that Carrier offers so many intriguing paths beyond the technical component, whether it be management, professional development, um, many different career fields embedded within career fields at Carrier um, and associated opportunity. Great. So that would be my advice. Great advice. Thanks, Rich. Last but not least, Shandi. Yeah, I mean, I certainly agree with, you know, the two um, speakers here as well. You know, I think it's really important for, you know, young people to find a company whose values align with their own. Um, and, and in order to do that, you really have to kind of settle on your own first, right? Yeah. So kind of figure out what are the things that you know, are important for you? Is it important for a company to have a strong employee resource group network? Yeah. Then those are the types of questions you you know should be asking. Are you interested in being with a company who's doing things in the in the community and really passionate about uh, social impact? Then that's kind of where you want to you know pursue your career. And I would also say you know don't be afraid to take challenging roles. Um, it's scary at first, but those are typically the ones that stretch you the most and where yep. you're really going to get some learning experience. I think, you know, the three of us here today have all at some point taken a really scary, you know, challenging role that seemed very impossible in the beginning. And you come out on the other side and you're like, wow, I learned so much. So that that's, you know, a, a big piece of advice I tend to give young folks. And then the other thing, you know, as Bill said, is don't be afraid to pivot. Yep. I meet college students almost every day who are like, you know, I'm I'm in school to be an engineer and, you know, I don't know what to do next. And I'm like, well, don't be afraid to change your mind. Right. Yep. <laughs> like, it's, it's OK. Um, if, you know, 10 years from now, you're like, I don't think I like engineering. There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, I think that the beauty of like a career path is that all of your experiences kind of fit together like a puzzle. Yep. And when you look back, you're like, oh, wow, you know, I've, I've had a a whole journey that really made sense. Um, it doesn't feel like it at the moment, but again, you look in that rear view mirror and you're like, yeah, that all came together. as like a beautifully packaged story. So yeah, that's what I, I always, think. yeah, and no, all great advice. I always think of careers like a book, right? And yeah. they're all chapters, right? And they're all wonderful chapters. Even the bad chapters, you're like, oh God, I learned so much from this chapter. But all the chapters come together in the book, right? And none of them... But it's the overall book that matters of kind of passion and purpose. So this was great. I'm uh, I'm personally really proud of this partnership and and uh, the work we're doing. So we'll adjourn we'll adjourn the meeting. So thanks for everyone listening to this episode of People with Purpose. Thanks to Bill, Rich, and Shandi for great advice and and representing your your company so well in the culture. Uh, if you'd like to stream us at Apple or SoundCloud for future episodes, um, please do. And until next time and. Take care, everyone, okay?